Hancock and welcome back. I'm Nick Longo and this is the newest episode from Blanchard Valley Center where we are empowering and educating through advocacy. And I am Dustin Sullivan. Today is a special day on Hello Hancock. This is our 50th episode. Some lucky listeners will be entered to win a prize for supporting us. I can't wait. But not only that, we also have some special guests with us today too. Yes, we have the MUI team from Blanchard Valley Center with us today. If you don't know what this is, keep listening to find out what it's all about. I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Allie Weising Pike, and I am the Investigative Services Manager. I'm Russ Teagarden. I'm an investigative agent here at Blanchard Valley Center. I used to be an SSA. And I'm Michelle Dara. I'm the registered nurse, health educator, and investigative agent. Nice to see you all here, and welcome to the show. Today we're going to be discussing MUIs and UIRs, so let's start with the basics. What does UIR and MUI stand for, and what are they? Well, UIR stands for Unusual Incident Report, so this can mean a variety of things. It's an event or an occurrence involving an individual that is not consistent with their daily routine, um, not consistent with policy procedures, or consistent with their care or their plan. Uh, it could be anything that's kind of out of the ordinary that typically doesn't happen to them. Uh, it can include dental injuries, a fall, an injury that is not significant. By that we mean anything broken or anything like that. Medication errors, all these kind of things that just typically don't happen to somebody would be an unusual incident report. And MUI uh, stands for Major Unusual Incident. And this is the alleged suspected or actual occurrence of an incident that meets the criteria of one of the following categories. There are three categories of major unusual incidents. Category A consists of accidental or suspicious death, exploitation, failure to report, misappropriation, neglect, physical abuse, prohibited sexual relations, rights code violation, sexual abuse, and verbal abuse. Category B consists of attempted suicide, death other than accidental or suspicious, medical emergency, missing individual, peer repair acts, and significant injuries. Category C consists of law enforcement involvement, unanticipated hospitalizations, and unapproved behavior supports. So how do you know if there is such an incident and who is responsible for these reportings? For UIRs, whoever gets the notification of an incident or whoever witnesses an incident, as long as they are a DODD provider or county board staff, they would have to fill out an incident report. These reports can be found on the Blanchard Valley website at blanchardvalley.org under the provider tab. And down at the bottom, you'll see the MUI UI form. This will then direct you to another page that will explain how to report and includes the forms to report. So what kind of information is included on the report? On the report will be identifying information about the individual involved, the date and time of the incident, the location of the incident, and the description, saying exactly what happened and if there are any injuries. The immediate action taken is listed, the notifications, and any additional medical information that is known. Also, the cause and contributing factors to the incident and the prevention plans. Doesn't sound too difficult. Then I am assuming it gets turned into one of you three. 
Yes, and then at that point in time, um, we determine whether it is MUI or not. What's the purpose of writing a report? The purpose is to ensure the health and welfare of the individual involved. We also want to determine causes so we can create prevention plans. Prevention plans are written to reduce the likelihood of future occurrences. How do you determine if something should get reported? If it is unusual for the individual or if there are allegations of abuse or neglect, it should get reported. Now, with remote supports becoming more popular, how does a remote provider write and get you a UIR? Uh, they can email us a copy or they can fax it or fill it out on our website. Approximately, how long does it take to file a report? If it is a possible Category A MUI, it should be reported immediately but no more than four hours later. All others, they need reported the same day, and then they have to send the incident report into us by 3 p.m. on the next business day. So now that we have an idea on what a MUI and UIR and how to report them, what are your individual roles as a part of the investigation services? Well, I get the UIR initially, so I'm the one that rules in or out if it's an MUI or not. If I determine that it is an MUI, I'll file that into the state system, and I'll either pass it on to Allie or Michelle, or I'll do the investigation myself, depending um, at Allie's direction. And then if it's not an MUI, and it stays a UIR, then I kind of work with the SSAs to close all those loops because our main focus is to prevent MUI from happening and to keep everybody safe and healthy. I am the lead investigator. Um, I investigate the majority of the MUIs, uh, especially the Category A's. So in an investigation, this would include doing interviews, doing scene assessments, gathering documentation, and getting written statements. I then would compile all of that and complete a report that includes my findings. And then at that point, the report then gets submitted to the state for their review before it gets closed. And because I also have nursing responsibilities, I primarily investigate unanticipated hospitalizations. But depending on the caseload, I may investigate a medical emergency or significant injury. I also consult with Allie and Russ on their MUIs as needed. Being an investigative agent seems like it can be a difficult job, but probably very interesting at times. That it does. We want to thank you three for coming on and sharing this information with us. Does anyone have anything else they want to share about the topic before we close out? I don't think so. On that note, we also would like to thank our listeners for supporting this podcast. Nick and I enjoy this very much, and we look forward to many more episodes and interviews to come. And to all our guests we have had on, we couldn't have gotten this far without you. This concludes today's episode of Hello Hancock. Stay tuned for the prize winner by the following the Blanchard Valley Center on Facebook and Instagram, and Hello Hancock on Instagram to never miss out on the action. And remember, inclusion is key. Bye! Bye.